Michael Abney, lighting up the path to conscious living and jo join us as we explore, empower, and transform. Are you ready to power up? Let's dive in. Today, I'm joined by my guest, Justin Maxwell, and we met on a Facebook group connecting podcasters together and sharing different ideas and getting our messages out there and just basically creating a new conversation, one that is going to empower us. And when you reached out with your form and it was about money, I just, and you, your, your tag thing at the very beginning was the same as mine. It's like living life more consciously. Like when we become aware, everything starts to work in our life a little bit better. Um, and like my experience from coaching folks is most of the time, like, it's because people have difficulties because they don't understand how to get underneath the hood of what's really going on in their life. And I know money is a really big triggering subject for a lot of folks, you know, with the economy, you know, like even for myself, I'm also a real estate broker and I have to deal with money all of the time and how an interest rate can cause somebody to jump in so much fear <laughs> that they don't want, you know, it's just like, all of that imaginary stuff, because money is for me is energy and it's all sort of made up. And yeah. um, like, but having you on here that you have this this expertise, I'm so excited. So share a little bit about your story, how you got into this and had this awareness with money that you would want to like talk about it like this. Yeah, no, I really appreciate the opportunity here. I think we're having an extraordinary discussion. Um, I think we're in alignment on a lot of different things. Um, your philosophies are going to echo through the, the verbiage of money as we discussed. So I think it's going to really connect with a lot of people. But how did I get here? I didn't used to be in the money game at all. Like I was a school teacher. I taught physical education. And I just, I was at a point in my life where I, I hit a ceiling of like, I was good at teaching. I didn't have any issues. I didn't have any behavior management things. I was chugging along, but I still felt this void of something was missing. Mm -hmm. And I just happened to attend uh, uh, someone speak by the name of Garrett Gunderson. He's a financial thought leader. And it just like triggered this like response inside of me that, you know what, there's something else for me in this world outside of just trying to fit into what society wants of me. So I chose teaching because I felt like it's easy. Not It's not easy, but it's it's the safe, conservative career choice that's going to help society function and people will like you because you're a teacher. I, I chose that almost in a, I'm going to sacrifice my career to just do what society or what, what's good for society. Does that make sense? Totally. And that was the wrong way of thinking because I can still make a massive impact in society and still bring a lot of value to people by being who I am, which is going deeper, still being an educator, still helping teach people, but helping teach people that actually changes their world. Like I can change a child's world in school. A lot of children don't like that because they don't like school very much, but like mm -hmm. I can have a much bigger impact by trying to reach more of the world. And so that quest after hearing Garrett speak, it just put me on this quest to find something. And I ended up in this space eventually, but that's what triggered it. It was a triggering, just a, an experience within myself that I wasn't where I needed to be at that point. How long it was that period of like having that aha or that awareness before you transitioned? Was that a difficult transition or like how, how was that? Yeah. I mean, it took a long, not a long time. I guess, I don't know what the long time is uh, subjective, but like that occurred in, I think it was late 16, early 17 or somewhere in that time frame. Okay. And I, I left teaching in 2020. 
So we're three years removed from that. So it took four, three and a half years before I could leave where I felt comfortable, where I could actually do it. I just didn't jump into something. Like I went on a journey of like, what's the direction I want to go? How do I want to help people? What is the value I want to deliver? And then it was once I chose that, it, well, how do I, how can I make money doing this? How can I start? How can I not cause my family poverty and stress by just jumping into this, but make it so that when I switch, there is no difference. I'm just doing a different job. So that was what the journey was for that three and a half years is finding it and then also creating the financial backing. So there was comfort or some certainty that it was going to work when I jumped. Okay. Did the pandemic have anything? Because the timing of that, did that have something to do with you jumping? No, it didn't. I just, I would, it had risen. Like I, I figured out what I wanted it to do and I had built up enough revenue and income that it was good enough to jump. It just happened to coincide with the pandemic hmm. being at the same time. So that's when this happened for me. It was like, it was no longer an option when the pandemic hit for me to, I'm also a channel. So it's like, I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like, that's when I was like, okay, you came here to do something. I, so I totally relate to that poll. Um, I love how, do you have an analytical, do you look at things analytically for very much so? Yes. Okay. It's a gift. It's a gift. I don't have that. <laughs> so for me, it's way more dramatic, you know? So it's like, you know, like I, I, you know, I go with my heart and the heart's not always connected to the wallet. Right. So it's right. like, you've got to, I've gotten better so much better as I've gotten older. Um, cause I want it to work. My commitment to making my life work is was bigger than what I felt about money or dealing with the messages that I got about money, like the program we adopted when we, I was growing up that I never really kind of wanted to look at. I've always been an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, like even from the beginning. So it's like the idea of working for somebody or it's just so foreign to me. Like, I don't understand what's your, what's your experience. Like when you're working with clients, what type of that you serve? I, I know it's business owners mainly, right? Yeah. But, yep, so, you know, but they're the people. Of, yeah. The type of person that I really do best with is the business owner that's looking to really make an impact on the world. So they're, they're trying new things. They're trying to be innovative. They're trying to make new discoveries. They're tweaking things. They're not just a status quo person or someone that um, just kind of rides, rides through life without thinking or without doing or without trying to experience, but they're wanting to find something and they want not only find it, but also help the world find it. So we work with a lot of dentists and doctors and medical practices. So these are people that are trying to really help their people become healthier, almost subconsciously trying to subliminally help these people be healthier so then they can go live bigger lives and help the world grow through that way. So like there are people that help other people, business owners that help other people and have that mindset of service and abundance and just trying to live the biggest life they can, um, which is a lot of business owners in my experience, but that's the person I work best with. How would your model or how do you get them there? You know, from, you know, adopting that mindset of, living it and becoming more, you know, it's always an evolution of becoming more aware of what's going on around us. So what is your, how do you handle that? Cause it's like, they're so separate for most people, you know, money is, you know, so black and white and so ledgery and, you know, not a lot of gray area in that. And then working with people that have this mission to like help people and be in service 
usually they're kind of because you, you kind of feel like you're describing me too like that is why i'm doing what i'm doing like it's just like to get the conversation like put keep putting it out there that we can have different types of conversations that result in a different or that end up in a new result right yeah. other than what we've been twirling in for the past whatever hundred years i feel like we're on the like at the edge of a breakthrough that we're going to just look at the life so much differently yeah no it's a, it really is it's hard because oftentimes people are looking for this instant solution and so typically an instant solution that we can provide is i want to save taxes like i've made enough money my accountant has done all this stuff yet i still have this really large tax bill and i'd really not like to pay this much what solution do you have? We have an, a solution that will help them oftentimes bring money back. So it's a pretty instantaneous, like it takes time in the grand scheme of things, but it really, it really is a pretty quick hitting, like I'm saving taxes, I'm saving $10,000 a year, or I'm saving $50,000 a year in taxes. Like that's a quick hitting fix. But the, the next step is, is every, there's a whole bunch of people on this earth in the United States specifically that can help you save taxes. But is what we help people then bridge the gap to is what what does this now unlock for you? So like you used to have this fifty thousand going to the government. It was a complete expense. But now because the fifty thousand gets to stay with you, what did you want to do or what were you wanting to experience or grow to or become that you always made the excuse, I didn't have the money for it, or I didn't have this for it, I didn't budget for it, I don't have the time. That 50000 can free up time. That 50000 can be put back into your business to hire someone that can take your business to the next level. It can be put into an investment or a growth opportunity that can bring more passive income in the future. So it's helping people think one step further than don't just save it, but turn it into something that is actually going to turn into more value for you. Let, this, that, let the value of the saved taxes become more valuable is the goal that we're trying to help people make. And then it becomes a much bigger discussion because that's just the tip of the iceberg for us. Now we can start integrating what other areas are you allowing dollars to leave you unnecessarily? And what other areas are you allowing them just to disappear without even realizing that this is unconsciously happening to you just because you think this is how life and how the world works around money. And if we can plug those, now we have even more money that was leaving you, but now gets to stay with you and bring more security or go into these things. And then how can we help get this as big as possible, as safely as possible? And then how can we help perpetuate this so that your value that you're delivering now and in the future doesn't just stop when you die, but how can we perpetuate it so that your mission and your values and your doctrines and your business or what you're trying to leave on this world transitions into your children so that they don't have to start over, but they're going to keep that mission flowing and then your great-grandchildren keep it flowing. So how can we make a perpetual cycle of focusing on your human value and what you actually are, keeping as much of it, safely grow it and perpetuate it? Like that's the big picture vision of what we, we try and help people accomplish. But it starts with what's the simple solution, quick hitter that everyone's looking for because they don't have the idea that we can actually have a big picture view of money and of life and all this stuff. Because it's always so transactional and so quick and everything's happening to us. But once you realize that you can control it and create systems, the whole perspective changes and it just allows you to to live a much more impactful life. And that's why our company name is Big Life Financial. We want people to live their biggest lives because they have the money 
right. They have it fixed. They have the systems. They have the solutions. They know what's working. Now they can go focus on things that are much more important, family, impact, relationship, and it just changes. Like, it's a slow process. This doesn't just happen overnight. But, like, as we slowly transact with people, have conversation with people, these ideas start to blend into who they become. And you see that. Yeah, it's definitely like it's definitely something that I think internally a lot of people want it. Like people want people know that money's not important, yet they do know that money has this weird overarching effect to help us take us to new levels. So if you can create systems and philosophies around the way that you look at money, now you can step back from that and not focus on it and focus more on everything else. But when it takes say, time. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but the, when you say systems, can you be, give me an example of that? Like, what's a system that you, is it, how would, if, so like you're, you have a client or you're talking to them and you're like, I have this system. What did they say? Like, how does that, what is that? Yeah. So our, our, our overall modular approach is number one, we look to protect your value. We have a variety of ways to do that. Number two is we grow your value. And then number three is we perpetuate your value. The systems are all in how do we protect your value for the most part. Obviously, there's systems and all the other ones too, but the every day-to-day systems are in those. So let me give you a few examples. So if you change the way that you flow the money that you earn in your life, you're going to be a much more conscious spender. So typically, most people, when they make money, it falls directly into their save, their checking account. And then from the checking account, they go buy, they pay their mortgage, they buy food, they live life. And most people have this internal desire. They know they need to save, but they don't because it's always what's left over. But because life just happens to people, typically there's very little left over. And they're like, well, didn't save anything this month or I saved a little bit. But then the next month they have to go grab that because something else happened. So there's really never they're always on this treadmill of having life happen to them. Yeah. And that's what we call unconscious spending. Like it's just unconsciously happening. You don't really think like you're not really like purposely trying to like splurge and spend money like crazy, but because it's available, because it's there, you spend it. So the system that you can establish for yourself is you change the way the money flows. So instead of the money flowing directly into your checking account, you put a stop gap or a reservoir first. So the money flows from where you make money and it falls into your financial, or we call it a wealth reservoir. And then you create automations outside of the wealth reservoir into your checking and spending account. So for example, if you're making $2,000 per pay period, $2,000 will flow into the reservoir. You have an automation that sets up for, I need I need 1500 to live life, to pay my mortgage, to eat bills per, per cycle. So the automation automatically sends 1500 to the checking account. That can be spent guilt-free. You don't. Ha- you've already saved because the five hundreds in the wealth reservoir, and you can just spend it. And then the next two thousand falls in. Five hundred stays in the reservoir. Fifteen hundred drops down, and you live life. But over time, because you've started this positive flow, you've unconsciously saved. Now you can consciously spend. So I can consciously take the money that's in the wealth reservoir because I. Everyone has this internal desire to build wealth to get bigger, to create a greater impact, but they say they never have the money to do it. The wealth reservoir gives you the money to do it. It might take some time. Like it might not, it's not going to happen in a month, but if you look five years in the future, your wealth reservoir is going to be large enough to start doing things and get work money working for you. But now you've consciously chosen to put it to work. 
It just hasn't just happened to you. And you've, because of the system, because of the automation, because it's flowing and it just happens and it's being captured and taken away, you start to change your perspective around money and that you can get ahead, that you can build wealth, that this is possible. And then honestly, the biggest thing that happens for our clients is once they start this process, all of a sudden it's like, how can I go make more money? Like, how can I, how can I get more money flowing through this? So do I get some more skills? Do I try and leave a bigger impact? Do I try and acquire a new practice or hire a new associate so that more money flows through? I still live, I can live on this amount just fine, but now I've saved more and now I can go do, like it becomes a, it starts to bleed and repeat itself because it gives people this confidence that they are abundant and they can do it and they can and are worthy of the value that's being captured for themselves. That's so, I love your, I love your, your awareness that this is how you're doing this. So I'm like processing it through my like energy ears, right? So underneath everything that you just said, is a crap ton of people's beliefs, right? Like, so that's, that's where I, I work with folks is the underneath of that, but you, you have figured out a way that, that you're doing it the, like, so in feng shui, this is what the example that popped in my head. So in feng shui, you keep your house in order in certain ways so that your mental stays in order. And like, you're, you're doing that same funnel. And then I've actually, I have a system very similar to what you, what you shared that was such a game changer for me. So I lived my, almost my entire life, like creatively making money and like just somebody to help take care of it. I don't want to deal with any of that stuff. Right. So it wasn't into, and I would always be late on something because I just wasn't paying attention. And it's like, I had it. I just didn't manage it well. And then I had a lady share uh, the lady I worked with said, you know, you need to get this down where you just do this paying these folks one like hour a month. And I'm like, what? I have to stop worrying the other 30 days about all of it. Right. Like it was some sort of like sick game that I was playing, but I was so unaware of it. And I don't even remember what that other part was. That's been so many years ago, but it's like, yeah, the 28th, the 10 o'clock for one hour. That's I just do this thing. And it's like, I don't think about it the rest of the time. Right. So that's been since 24, 2016 is when I started that. Cool. So I don't even think about that, but I also don't have a vibration of worrying about money. You know, when you worry about it, it, it stops flowing to you yeah. um, from the energy point of view, but you're providing that in a way that a lot of folks, when my experience of tax and money people is that they're very, <laughs> it's like, it's so hard for me to relate to any of that. When I go in, I, I honor it, but like, I don't, I can't connect to it. So it's just like, it's so awesome that there's a guy like you in the world that understands that aspect of it. How does this impact your life? Like, yeah. So I, this is one of the reasons, like for me, this is what really impacts me is if I can help create stability within my own family, because I feel like stability and nourished dirt is what helps people grow. Obviously there's exceptions to that, but more often than not, people are going to be more successful, more contributing, more problem solvers if they have a platform of abundance to go from. And mm -hmm. so if I can create that soil today and then my children can start to sprout from it and then their grandchildren can start to plow from it, now all of a sudden, three generations from now, I have someone in my line that is solving a world problem 
that wasn't solvable before because we have created this abundant and problem-solving mentality all the way through, and the financials are already handled that give the stability to make that more possible. And so my idea, what I'm trying to really picture in my head, is if I can instill that into a business owner, and then their children are starting to breed that soil on their family, and then somewhere three generations down on their family, another problem is solved that the world can't figure out right now because everyone's so stuck in scarcity and it's not figuring it out because they're not thinking creatively. But because it's been built up over time, now we have, I can help more people, the more chance that there's going to be problem solutions. Maybe not in my lifetime, but that's not the impact. My impact is eternal, is what I'm, I guess, essentially what I'm trying to say, is I can continue to make because of the seed I planted in that individual and set up the systems that made the stability happen, now all of a sudden all of the people I've worked with, all of their generations are in a way able to potentially change the world at some point. That's really incredible. I call that legacy thinking. Like a legacy mindset, yep. which That's is one of the highest vibrations that you can aspire to so like you're already there i'm curious as hell though like what was your story of money growing up so we i mean i grew up in a home that was stable it wasn't like it was we weren't in poverty but we weren't we were definitely not wealthy just a very middle class home um very much education heavy like my parents were obsessed with education which is good education is good but I do think it drove me towards conservativeness, like to get so obsessed with education that education is the only solution. To, but you have to take the education and do something with it. And too often, I think in America right now, is we're so obsessed with education that we don't actually take action on anything. We just learn, 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 and don't solve anything. And so I think that that drove me a little, that's what drove me into teaching is it was all about learning and learning and learning and learning. Yeah, but I didn't learn to take action until I heard Garrett speak. I'm with you 100%. It was it, the, I work with people that are trying to manifest things in life, and they, you know, it's this weird sort of thing that people get it as a concept, and then just think that that's it. Oh, I've got that. I understand. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I know about law of attraction for you know 20 years. Why is your life so shitty? Right? Like, why do you keep like why like? There's got to be some point where that shifts from that conceptual to the experience of it and being, like you said, in action with it and where you make those changes and, you know, go from chaos to, oh, I only do that one hour a month or right. right. Like, so, but for me, unless I was doing the work or I get fed up with that, because that's really the only way we transform is either desperation or inspiration. So and it's mostly desperation. Yeah. And so money sometimes is really tied to or that feeling or story, not to mention the interaction with the outside structures that we have created as human beings that now somehow have forgotten that we created them, you know? Yeah. So um, I think so it's like we're participating in this thing that's all, you know, at its core is, is made up. Yeah. And here's what I think the problem in our world right now is we have this weird divide that either there's two, there's two camps. It's either education or really hard labor. There's this idea that if I'm super educated, I automatically deserve to be highly compensated. And then there's the people, if I work really, really hard or put in a lot of hours or do a hard job, I automatically deserve to be compensated. 
but that just puts you into like that's not how that's not how what money is money is an exchange of value so it's money is that you brought value to someone and the receipt that you brought value to them is that they gave you exchange of finance. And so education has driven people into, I automatically deserve it even because the value is in their head, but they haven't delivered it to anyone. And so they haven't actually executed anything. All they've done is just learn a whole bunch, but they think that people think that they're entitled to money because they're educated or because they've worked really hard. When they, if all they, all these smart people, all these people that are super educated, if they could just flip the switch, and turn that knowledge into a value and solve a problem, they'll be compensated for it. And that could be either entrepreneurially or inside of a business. They could, if they just looked at it differently, I need to take this knowledge I have and apply it and make a valued proposition or a solution. That's going to, that's what actually gets people money, not just because you work hard or get educated. And that's what my misconception was going yeah. through my life. That's, uh, such a powerful point to uh, illuminate and I'll tag onto that with just like that. It also is that, you know, our inner sense of value, um, you know, like the ego sometimes will hijack that education that you're talking about and think, and think that is the value. And then that stops. It's sort of like the same premise as I shared earlier about, you know, I know about it, but I really don't have that result. But that was actually my breakthrough is I used to think that that's what I was doing. If I just told somebody how this worked, then every, you know, I was doing the best job that I could. But the reality is, like, people don't care about any of that stuff. People want a result. And that when I shift my relationship to results, that's when I got it. It was like, okay, all this other conniving or like all this other tricks that people do on the internet to try to funnel people into those little, you know, sales funnels that's everywhere. It's like, the reality is my folks get on the phone with me and I, I don't have all that crap. I'm like, I will get you, you tell me what you want and I will get you the results. Period. We're going to talk every week, but it's like, there's no fluff to that. Mm-hmm. I know how to do that, but it's like you, it almost just has to be bluntly kind of put out there that we've got to, at some point evolve into a new, these newer, higher vibes of understanding who this is, because I believe if we're here on the planet, we have value to give. Nobody's here to sit around and be not Mm -hmm. value. That's not why we came here. And it's, I feel a lot of the things that, that is happening now is really the collapse of the old so that the new can come in. And that's why it's so powerful in my mind to be doing having conversations like this, where we're talking about what's underneath the hood of all of this stuff and how we can make it. Because if if you really weren't sort of energetically dealing with this on whatever level that you are conscious of it, you wouldn't be having the results that you're, you're getting. Yeah. I really like people that you attract. Right. I really, really like what you've been talking about because it's, it really is. It comes back down to what is your human life value, maximum potential. Like how much value can you bring to the world? And yeah. everyone has a different maximum just because everyone has different skills. But too often people, their maximum is here, but it's only here because they didn't grasp that they could do more. And that they, if they just created some systems and realized that they're, that they're their greatest asset, their maximum could have been way up here and they could have reached so much further yeah. and had a much bigger impact. People yeah. always undervalue themselves 
And so then they don't, that they're just, this is what I am. This is who I do. This is what we do when they could just be just a few small changes, few quick, like it's not, it takes time. It obviously takes work, but I'm not saying this isn't a magic quick writ thing, but it's a few changes over time can take your potential from here to through the roof. Like it becomes almost, there is no roof. It just is my roof stops. I happen to pass and leave earth. Like that's my roof. I'm not stopping to bring value till then. So I, I really love what you're saying there. And, and two, if anybody's listening to this, don't think that you've got to go out and try to find it outside yourself. Like your everyone's true value is being 100% authentic. Like be your damn self. Like that's the key. That's where it's at. It's not outside. It took me so long to figure that out. And that's all that I want to do is give that back and help people break out of the delusion that they've in about whatever they think their personality is. So that... It, the world needs our authenticity. It's like what we all crave. And that's why I want to be talking about these types of conversations endlessly. It's like what I could do for the rest of my life. Well, it's what I am for the rest of my life is have like, it's this bridge that we, it's up to us. There's nobody here else creating stuff in on the planet. We're, we're the only ones. And like, we have these agreements with, with that we grew up in. I just don't agree with them anymore. You know, I want to create, we can create new agreements. People do it all the time, but it's getting ready to do it collectively. And I think that is what a lot of people are sort of feeling that like angst. It's like, we could just, we're all connected. All of us made of the same stuff. And no matter what we think, we're still connected. And I sort of, I, when I tap into it, I can tap into that collective buzz of like, you know, what's next, you know, like what's next for us. So I certainly appreciate you um, taking the time to talk with us today. I think this is a fascinating conversation to have. Um, I appreciate you coming on. Is there any like takeaways from today that you got or, or like, what do you want to leave folks with? Yeah, I think honestly, for me, it's, you have your Mac, your potential is limitless to what you want to deliver. But if you don't get money right, if you don't put systems in place, you don't realize how to collect it and keep it, you're probably going to fall below what your potential is just because you need, though money's not important on in the grand scheme of things, has no value, the money is what enables you to move into deeper relationship because you can spend more time in it. It's what enables you to reach higher with life and do it because if you don't have it, you are you've you have a ceiling. But if the money is there, the ceiling opens up and you are off to the races to the sky. So just realize that there are solutions if you're struggling. I, we have lots of them. We talked about one today with the automatic flow of cash. But it's there's so many different solutions that you can find to get your money right so that you can focus on delivering and living your best life. 100%. I love it. And in the description box of wherever this lives, it'll be, I'll have all of your information in there and, and we'll work all of that stuff out, but really appreciate your take. Um, again, appreciate you being in the world and offering your value. Um, I totally get it. And, um, if you're listening to us, like you have value inside of you too, it's just waiting to come out and the world is waiting for it. Um, I'm gonna leave you guys with that. I hope this conversation empowers you to look at your money just a little bit differently your life a little bit differently. And maybe today you just know your value a little bit more. So with that, bid you guys a farewell and we will see you on the next one. Bye guys.